0: what's your view what's your view what's your view
1: what's your view podcast welcome to the what's your view podcast with Olu Dolaquo this podcast was created as a space for real people with real life experiences that most people can relate to and learn from have a great time listening Hi everyone, welcome back to What's Your View with Toledo and and um, today I have with me Kuchwali and um, in this episode we'll be, we'll be talking about um, building a positive service team in the face of uncertainty and adversity, right, and um, it's primarily because we realize that when we go through different life challenges, there's the probability of losing the essence of who you are in regards to your self-esteem and your attitude so um we we just want to walk us through um certain things we can do to curb uh, losing your attitude or losing your self-esteem in the face of uncertainty and advice i mean nobody has gone through life before right it's just our first time everybody so when things happen we have to know how to like handle them and and um, another thing is really cannot define how somebody will go through life right or go through difficult time yeah so that's why we just want to like um have a conversation in regards to this so meet culturally
0: hi well done thank you so much for having me here it's always a very 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 good and awesome time anytime you call on me and i want to appreciate you for putting this platform no doubt this platform has been of help to so many people and i feel so privileged to also be doing this today thank you very much
1: thank you sir okay so um the first thing we'll be talking about is reliance theory and i read that reliance theory refers to the ideas surrounding how people are affected by uh, whatever they are going through and how they adapt to the thing right so let's say for instance there is a loss of a loved one and uh, maybe the only way the person could undo it is maybe by retreating like leaving not necessarily isolation but retreating like just being to yourself for a while you put yourself together and you come out again that's how some people do that it could be financial loss and the way some people handle that is just also to retreat just some people can be that bad that they isolate right so um let's talk about uh reliance theory in regards to a loss of any kind Loss is a thing that will happen in what we are doing. It's not. It's just that the degree at which it happens to different people is different, right? So it's not necessarily the loss of a friend or a family or a relative or something, but loss in whatever capacity or whatever it could mean to anybody. So what's the best way to handle loss of any kind? Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I would like to start with
0: um There is a quote that I read some time ago and said that um, whatever you lose is gone. But the beauty is the fact that in the loss also is the potential for gain. Mm. You have to understand that in darkness is potential for light. As a matter of fact, the story of creation as we were made to know in the Bible is the fact that amidst the darkness yeah. that was where light was called out of so there is for everyone that possibly you know I've lost money I've lost uh, maybe loved one have lost uh, there, there are so many things that are tied to loss and then you know going through that process of grief fine the first thing is that you have to admit the fact that yes this thing is gone Oh this person is gone or oh, you know something has happened maybe I, maybe I, by mistake or by something s- s- my job I lost my job. Mm. So at that point is for you to first you may have to grieve you may have to sit down and come to yourself you may have to you know just have a way of saying, but one of the things I used to say is we must see past our uh, immediate life is purposeful life is purposeful and what that means is that anything that you're going through currently there's a purpose for it you know i stopped on something this morning that really shocked me and that was someone that actually predicted yesterday when in 2015 and it was so it was so detailed about the dates december 18 2022 you know the amazing thing is that 2015 there was no World Cup 2018. Nobody predicted that COVID was coming. World Cup always hold between June and July. So how how the guy predicted that December 18 was going to be the final of World Cup? To a layman, you are going to think no, you must be out of your mind. What is going to change the calendar? How is it possible for World Cup to hold when leagues are on? You know, however against all you just notice that there is a purpose for this thing there is someone there is someone at the back end (laughs) that is working everything and you just have to understand that it helps you to come out of loss faster yes and it makes it gives you the the energy needed to be able to move on secondly When you can lose something, but make sure that you have the ability to take inventory of whatever it is that you have. You have people. You see, you must not lose sight of the fact that whatever you pay attention to will always increase. Whatever you don't pay attention to has a way of diminishing. So when it is a point of loss, it's a time to now pay attention to the things that you possess to the people the people that surround you the people that rally around you the people that shows you love the people that sit with you you know it helps in, in in so many in so many ways so going through loss is a time of is a in no doubt is a serious time is a testing time is it can it can make or mar anybody yeah. however it is very important to have a perspective that life is purposeful That's number one. Secondly, take inventory of what you have gained over time. What you are, the people you have seen, met. Because it will help you to maximize going forward. The reason why some people could not come out of loss is possibly because of these two things. They felt that the loss of something is the end of their life. And before you know it, depression sets in. And then they give up on life. Secondly, they didn't take inventory of what they have. They didn't take inventory of what they have. When you sit down well, you will notice that just just permit me to use the word street credibility alone <laughs> is enough for you. There are so many babies that you have, even though you have lost one, there are so many babies that you didn't give back to. But you know what? Well, those people they run they run around you, they move around you, they want to spend time with you, they are the one calling. If you sit down carefully and take inventory of people in your life, you will understand that, you know what? Let me begin to come out and let me begin to focus on these people while I wait for what God will
1: do. Interesting. Thank you, Kuchwali. So, uh, the reason I came up with that question is because um, I've. Okay, so there was a time we had a conversation, myself and some friends, and we were talking about. Uh, do you, we were talking about the things like insecurities we grew up with individually mm. and um, I realized most of my friends were talking about physical insecurities like maybe they do not like the way their hand is they don't like the way they are like something like mm. but for me I, I couldn't figure out any physical insecurity for myself right mm. the only thing I, the only security I could pick was the fact that uh, losing my dad early in life affected my self-esteem, and mm. I think um that was the insecurity i grew up with mm. and uh, so that's why i actually asked the question yes, i asked yeah. right so in that for people in this kind of position maybe the lot okay another instance is maybe um these people are married uh the husband lost his job the, the wife has a job so also but the husband lost his job it affected his ego quote unquote mm. and um he the wife starts taking responsibility for a lot of things in the home and um as much as he's not happy about it, he's putting an effort to do to, to catch up on all of this, but mm-hmm. it's not just working out. Mm-hmm. How should people in this category because these are not like physical physical, no, no, no. Yeah, so these are like things that were psychological, That's uh and emotional, mental. How do we build? How do such people build? a positive service team out of all of this. And another thing, another instance is in fact I think you gave an example one time when you were growing up with your brother and your dad preferred your brother because he could manage some things and you could so how how do people in this because it's possible that such thing affects one self-esteem or your perspective about who you are, how do I build a strong mental capacity, strong emotional attitude and capacity in this instance? In this instance. Thank you very much.
0: That's a very, very fantastic question. Um, I would say the first thing that you need to do is that you need to first go into the face into the of awareness. You see, a lot of problems will be half solved <laughs> if you can be aware of your current state, how you feel yourself, awareness starts any form of intelligence. There is no way you can increase your intelligence without, a, without the factor of awareness. There is no way you can help yourself. You want to develop a strong mental attitude. The first thing is that you need to be aware of your current state situation i've had time to sit down with people that are suffering suffering from low self-esteem i tell you the truth the one of the problems that i see and it has become a pattern one of the problems that i see is that they are not even aware they are not even aware you know they have a very con- competitive spirit they want to bring everybody down so that they can come up and they are not aware so the first thing is that you have to be aware of yourself how bad has this thing affected my mental state? You just have to know. So, if you look at the fact that, you know, there's a level of insecurity that we're growing up with. Um, right from the time when we were young. And it, it sometimes leads to the low self-esteem or inferiority complex. You know, one of the things I used to say is that you must come to terms with it. Admit it the power of awareness is the fact that you now have a strong weapon to fight because you will fight it you will need to fight your ability to match up because let me make you understand what this will do um building complex or complexities as a result of insecurity or or low self-esteem due to the experiences that you have had in the past it will affect your zeal, your passion, your effort to match up. You always want to match up with something. Yeah. You are always trying... And and the first thing that it does is that it will affect your thinking. Every time you think, ah, had it been I had a good... Had it been I had a dad, I would have been better than this. What it, what it means is that you're already thinking you are not good enough. That is what it means. Every time you think, ah... What if I were, had it been I went to a good school, I know that currently I would have been a global player. <laughs> you know, I would have been moving from this this place to another place. What you are trying to say is that I don't have it. So you have to be aware. The excuses we give, like somebody said that excuse is the explanation of failure. You just have to be aware that, oh no, wait, wait, wait. There is there's a power that I have that I'm giving out. There's something that I'm supposed to hone that I'm lending to other people. And if care is not taken, I am going to live my life around it. Why do you think people feel, I just need to buy something to prove, just to prove to people? Because you have to understand these complexities and why you just have to be aware of it there are some people that they don't have business buying some things that they buy, spending so much, borrowing money to live an extravagant life. And the reason is because they're living complex life. Why? Because of insecurity. So you have somebody that, that you know, because he lost a job, the wife is the one taking care of the home. You just have to understand it is a temporary occurrence. You don't because of that now feel that you are going to lose it as a at home one of my best um, symptoms of low self-esteem is when you prioritize possession over contribution anytime you want to know if you have low self-esteem or not just look at what you prioritize between possession and contribution if you if all your attention is always on what what i have what i want to buy what i possess what I, and then you are look you don't look at the place of contribution something is already wrong so at the point that okay i'm not working correctly my wife is the one working and is the one oh, you're fantastic which other way can i contribute because the attention must always be on contribution I, I, do you understand you. so you have a guy who graduated from polytechnic and for once he felt like had it been i went to university i would have been better than this why i would have had more opportunities or had it been i went to private universities or i went to university i said no your attention is on possession that oh had it been i had a certificate that carried Harvard university no your attention should be on contribution so, for once, I didn't go to my university of choice. Yeah. Why? Because maybe I didn't have money, my That's parents capacity. are not financial capacity, emotional capacity, even mental capacity. I didn't study the course of my choice. However, there's a power in me. I have what it takes to contribute at the little level. At the little level. So, you have to pay your attention to contribution, not the possession possession is the fact that oh i'm the husband of the house i'm the man of the house now that i don't have a job that means i'm losing my headship no that's not true that's not true that's not true you have to look at that angle that a there's a thin line i'm telling you the truth there's a thin line between positive self-esteem and negative and low self-esteem high self-esteem and low self-esteem there's a thin line between the two and the thin line between the two is what i'm telling you right now every time you have incessant patience or you have impatience to be able to quickly say, oh, no, 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 there are people watching me. I want to meet up with them. I want them to see that, yes, I have what it takes. I'm trying to prove to them. Every time you are doing that, you're already running a complexity inside of you. Something is going on. There's a need, there's a virus that is going on. So you just have to understand that there are some circles that you can't enter. Just admit it. You just have to admit it. Why? Because, see, when life happens to us, we must understand the implication of what happens. The implication of our experience are huge. As a person, I came to terms with myself around 2017 or 2018. And I told myself, of a the truth, there are some people that I can't match up with. I'm not trying to say that I've given up on myself. But you know what? I'm not going to sacrifice my gradual success for the quick Let's have it, let's have it so that you can enter a circle of people. No, I don't live my life for a circle of people. And many times we are short-sighted. Why? <laughs> we are created like that. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years. We don't know. And like I said earlier, you know, there is somebody at the back end. He's the one orchestrating things. If I'm meant to, if I'm meant to get to a particular level, I would have gotten there. <laughs> You don't have to understand. This thing is purposeful. This life that we are talking about is purposeful. So the fact that I don't have what it, it takes right now doesn't mean I won't have it. Some of the things that are happening to us correctly are temporal. They are temporal. However, you can make it permanent by catching up with the complexity syndrome that makes you feel you don't match up think you are not good enough thinking you don't have what it takes again you can imagine somebody that was sacked and he gave up on his life i said the reason why i was sacked is because maybe they said i was the last i was the least performing um, staff and so i had to go and then because of that you sat down and thought to yourself like i don't think any anything good can happen to me no that's not true that's not true you might actually be a fish out of water if you see that and carefully think about yourself, there is no way. Fishes are genius in water, but they are stupid and foolish outside of water. Yes, the, 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 the genius in us come alive in our atmosphere, in our space. Look at it. What, what, is, what is that one thing that got you the job in the first place? It's the fact that you were studying a course that was given to you. It's not something that you even chose for yourself. I mean, I see a lot of people struggling academically and then you are wondering, like, why are you struggling academically? say, it's because I'm not good enough. I said that's not true. That's not true. When you check the process that got you into your department, you will understand why you are working. You just imagine that a fish was taken out of water and then was put in on, on land. And then you ask the fish, the fish said, the reason why I'm not moving right now is because I'm not good enough. No, that's not true. That's not true. You have to put me in the right atmosphere and nobody will put you in that atmosphere until you are aware. You discover yourself. You become so aware of yourself. I was sacked in the job possibly because I was not caught out for it. If you put me in another industry, I'm going to do so well. Maybe the industry is not even well pronounced now, but you know what? My genius will come alive. And then gradually, without trying to impress people, without trying to prove a point, I begin to move like that. I hope
1: I've... um, (laughs) You've actually portrayed... I mean, you've laid emphasis on this so much. Uh, Thank you, Puchwale. This is not supposed to take a long time. I mean, so... um, So, lastly, let's talk about... um, This is someone who is already building a positive service team. Mm -hmm. That grew up with a lot of... um, backlash from life from the realities of life let's say for instance grew up in a broke in a broken home single parent wasn't really close to the to either the father or the mother was left to the streets for a long time i mean life really happened to the person and um, the person is an adult married maybe with kids and um he noticed that he's still feeling insecure about certain things maybe because of the residue of the things he experienced in the past and this person is trying to like be whole and also be there for his family and other people in that process how can such a person even in the midst of like, he has to stand in as a father, he has to stand in as the husband, he has to stand maybe as the MD of his company, as friend to someone. or some.
0: product of all those things, all those things. So that were
1: yeah, he was deprived of. Yes. Yeah. So, how in the midst of all of this, uh, let's say for instance, even like a minister in the church, maybe like a co minister or something, mm-hmm. how, how can such person build? So the question is how can such person build um I don't know if it's because at that point maybe it's not even a positive service to me again at that point but something is missing somewhere. Because check he still has the residue of all of these things he experienced in the past. He's in a place where he has to like cover up a lot of things, be the husband, be the father, be the MD in the company, be the minister in the church, be a friend to someone. He has he has his own life to live. But something all of these things are like i mean it like five percent from broken ten percent from kineco from um, being left to the street for a long time th- all of these things are still in him how can he purge himself of all of these ex- past experiences and be quote unquote a new man yeah. fantastic because i'm very sure there are people in this in this in category. category
0: okay so let me start by saying that naturally as human You have to understand that we have a processor inside of us, which is our mind. But this mind does not respond to knowledge. Mm. Our mind processes knowledge, but it doesn't respond to it. Our mind responds primarily to our patterns. That is why you see a guy that smokes, and then he sees that smokers die young on the cigarette pack. Yet it process it can process it, but you know what? It doesn't respond to it because we are all slaves to our patterns. The things that has happened to us over time, the things that we have done over time, the things that we do repeatedly, and these things are becoming so strong. You know, I love the way I think it was Stephen Covey or one of these guys, the way he put it and says that when you check a broom, it becomes very difficult to cut a broom to bring it and bring it into top yeah. and why because there has been layers of strands and then there is a something binds it together to make it very very strong. Said so if you took one of the strands, he said you said you can you can cut it yeah. <laughs> without strength. So that's the way the mind works every time we are talking about behavioral issues because I believe that what we are handling right now is behavioral issues. So how will this person how will they come out of this? First, he needs to understand that what took me 20 years will not take me 20 minutes. No matter the knowledge that I get, no matter what I what I've read, no matter you know, it's not going to it's not going to go so that's the first thing secondly the place of emotional intelligence i don't know if you're going to allow me just give me some a few minutes to be able to talk about this emotional intelligence yes. because you know that emotional intelligence also is becoming a very pronounced word right now everybody uses it and i'm always afraid of words that people use the most the more attention people pay to a particular kind of word or concept, the less lesson that we are going to get from it just like we have used leadership, 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 and the one problem that we keep having right now is still leadership problem. So, but when we talk about emotional intelligence, because that is one thing that I know that helps people to be able to bring themselves out of whatever it is that have been that they have been enslaved to, either self-esteem, identity, or anything. Emotional intelligence helps. And when we talk about emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence is how you marry what goes on in your head to what goes on in your heart. Hmm. It is the marriage of your head and your heart. It is the marriage of the serial process and your parallel processor. Yeah. In your brain is your processor. However, but the two there are two compartments to that. There is what I call the serial processing. Now, this serial processor is where you add 1 plus 1 together to become 1, 2 plus 2, 3 plus 3, where you add things together. This, uh, this compartment is where you go for exam and pass. This processor is the one that explains how you know how to put things together. You get to your room, it's organized, you get to your place. This is what makes you go to work and deliver on the job. However, that is not the only compartment of your processor. The other processor is the parallel processor. And that is how you see that some people are very excellent in their career. They are doing so well. You know, they can, they can name it. They can do whatever it is that the society is expecting from them. They are doing it well. But when you check their personal life, when you check the way they deal with people, when you check the way things happen, you discover that they are lacking. They are lacking. Why? Because majority of their processing has been done in the serial compartment. They apply their life in a serial way. However, the parallel processor is not empowered. That is why you see a, that's why you see a professor who has read everything, possibly maybe a renowned professor in Africa or globally, and then he sleeps with ourselves then you wonder like how manage with this kind of head that you have that is why you can see, also see a professor that keep malice why because in the serial processor if care is not taken you can apply that to everything about life so let me give you a perfect example this morning you called me i did not pick your call You met me, possibly we are working together. You met me at the office, and I was in a rush for something. You just greeted me, good morning. I said, "Mm, I'm coming. And then I left. Then later, also, something happened. We were in the meeting, and then you raised a point, and immediately I gave a counter motion. If you add these three events together, what does that mean? (laughs) It means that I'm against you, am I right? And the reason why you conclude is because your serial processor is the one in place. Mm. Your serial processor is the one that had one plus one, so you just added all the events together. Uh-uh. I called him a not pick. I greeted him. We're meeting again. He came that, against me. <laughs> we... so, so, <laughs> so immediately your action was different, unknowing to you that possibly when you called me in the morning, I was. I was possibly doing something and so my phone was not with me um because of the urgency of what i had to do in the morning when you came i couldn't really and then because of the topic that we are handling in the board meeting i have to just give my mind and based on my personality what makes you go on and still be my friend and we are still on a good time after that day is if your parallel processor is working mm. because parallel processor is what differentiates the events and give what we call benefit of doubt we see this thing play out between husband and wife and a lot of people says oh my wife is the problem my wife is the problem you can imagine this money she always waits for me to greet her first It's supposed to be i'm the head of the house you know what happens you are putting everything you are combining a lot of things together ah this was what my dad did to my mom and i didn't like it Immediately, you had it together. Ah, this was how it started. This was how it started. Emotionally intelligent people, people that want to come out of, you know, unnecessary slavery that was due to experiences, must understand, separate the events. A lot of people say, oh, it's generational prints, Generational pattern happens because we have people who didn't understand this on time and work against it very very important so when we talk about you know coming out to be able to help yourself based on what you have felt and then you have a lot of rules right now it is in the place of serious and massive emotional intelligence that you are going to bring that up first you have to be very very aware you know just like i said earlier awareness is very important and that is what starts emotional intelligence but that's not all the second thing is regulation You need self-regulation. When I say self-regulation, I mean you need to get to a point where you can tell yourself it is time to stop now. You see, personally, I'm a very practical person. When my wife does something and I feel hot or I feel like, ah, we can go for 20 minutes without talking to ourselves. I just feel I don't want to talk to her. But you know the truth about it is that regulation, I'm quick to calm down. To be able to say no 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 i don't want this now what's the meaning i can as well allow that to go on i can decide that without if she didn't come and beg me i will not apologize to. Her. but self-regulation makes me come to terms to be able to tell myself yes this same thing i'm talking about happens to me many times when i see that in my study i have a study in my house and you know the truth about it i can be in that study for six hours I won't, I won't step out. But I soon discovered that my children as a code. Once I see that my children are knocking on the door, it means, Daddy, it is time. You have been in this place long. for a long time. Before, you know what I do? I will lock the door. I will lock it. So, my children will not have access. My wife And I didn't know those things were actually getting to my wife. Because how? Tell me. How are we going to be in the home and you are locking the door because you don't want, because I don't want to be disturbed? Until I came to the reality that, hey, guy, this thing you are doing, you are setting yourself up. You are really setting yourself up. So, you know what I do? A rule of thumb in my house. Once I sit down in my study for one hour, even if they are not around, I stand up. I'll go there, spend another 10 minutes with them see that i see to what they are doing whatever it is anybody if i'm not with the children and my, my wife after i'm done i go back what happened regulation 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 has a lot you know you just wonder there are times when as a person you wake up and you don't feel like going to work you just look at everything and you wonder like why is my life like this what's going on i didn't bargain for all this this pressure is too much for me this thing is too big for me i can't do this However, you will be shocked that with regulation, you help yourself to come out. You just understand. It's, that's why it's called self-regulation. It's not someone that is coming to activate it in you now. You are the one. You know, I look at part of the Bible when David's property was taken before he came back. And they said that the people that followed him wanted to get He said he encouraged himself. It's regulation. He cried. Yes, cried express your anger even said my soul you understand you know express your anger express yourself however you must get to the point where you yourself you can tell yourself you know why do people just use it why do people go into depression it started from thoughts there were thoughts of ah, ah, toxic thoughts that were coming in, coming in, and then the, the more it was coming, the more you were receiving it. You were receiving it. There was no point where you needed to reject it. Just as this is love, I'm not taking that any longer. So that's regulation. The third one is empathy. The regulation people. <laughs> empathy. Empathy. Remove empathy. We are animals. The difference between human being and animal is empathy. Empathy means putting yourself in the shoe of other people. I'm telling you the truth. One day I nearly shout at my daughter, but I just remembered, if you were the girl and she's the father, and you are shouting, how will you feel? The day you begin to enter people's feelings, and you begin to notice out, you just begin to put yourself in the shoe and the condition. Is the day you just understand? I know you are pressured. I know you have a lot of wrongs to feel. I know you have a lot of, it, but can you just come into the shoe of other people and put yourself in it? You need, see, this is what John was talking about in the Bible. <laughs> when he said, I can't, I don't know how somebody will say he loved God and he didn't love another person. I don't know how somebody can say, oh, I'm so good, I'm so gifted, you know, all I want to do now is focus on God. <laughs> but you have issue with, <laughs> with another guy. It's empathy, his empathy. So, to be able to handle all the problem that has been going on before, you know, the bags and the baggages that you picked from the fact that your your childhood experiences your adult experience and as you are growing up even what you are still experiencing currently and then with com- combined with the roles that you feel plenty roles that you feel you know to be able to balance and to be able to come out of it as someone that is really complete and good you must have the factor of emotional intelligence, and you must pay attention to this thing at the self level. I won't talk about the remaining two because that's external. But mm. if you fix the first three, I believe that you'll fix.
1: Truly, <laughs> <laughs> thank oh you, sir. Thank no, you, sir. No, 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 no. So, um, finally, from me, I would just like to say that um, overcoming insecurity and building up your self-esteem will not happen overnight. right, um, so try to be kind to yourself during this process and don't get discouraged if things aren't improving as fast as you like them to. And um, even if 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 you don't feel confident today, the small baby steps you are taking now will eventually grow into bigger steps over time so um, thank you so much control for this privilege well,
0: it's always my pleasure. pleasure to be here thank you thank you All for right. listening Bye. to
1: what's your view with oluda lapo trust you had a great time listening feel free to share like and leave a comment you could also reach out to us on instagram at what's your view with underscore lapo thank you once again for listening